Victory 91.5. Good morning. It's Rise and Stein. They are out of London. They're 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 doing what Upper Room was doing in mm. Dallas. Yeah. They're they're praying over their city of London, England. And they were they were meeting wherever they could meet. Wow. Over the last decade. And you know, Ethiopian churches would, would open up their doors and say, hey, you guys can meet here. And then Reformed churches were opening up their doors, hey, you guys can meet here. And they're meeting in houses and they're meeting in restaurants and just trying to cover England with the gospel. Wow. And England needs it. Yeah. King's Crossing Church. That song's called With Me. Mm. Ray Haynes is in this morning, our general manager, teaching on the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah. This is the second section of it. And it's called The Gospel of the Stars. It's all posted at victory.radio. And then the audio of this entire morning will be posted up by tomorrow. And we are in the last section of the stars. We've gone through four of the constellations. We're going to go to the next eight to tell the rest of the story. So we've got as far as uh, one shooting or, or defeating the, the scorpion who was against the lamb. Now, all of these are names of stars. So later in mythology, they changed different stories and made up the most ridiculous stories, I promise. They're just they're horrible. But the original, the star names are still there, and they don't go with those silly myth- mythology stories, they go with the original story. That's why the names fit. So the next thing is the next constellation up, you're going counterclockwise here, it's sea goat. And you have to say to yourself, what? But that's just because we're... Whatever floats your sea goat. (laughs) (laughs) We're a little bit removed from verbiage, right? So the goat was a sacrificial animal. Jesus was the literal sacrifice, and often he represented a goat. The sea is a picture of humanity. We get that in the book of Revelation a lot. And uh, Jesus was the son of man, in other words, from humanity, right? Mm -hmm. So this this story, piece those two together, the bright brightest star in this constellation is a double star. It's called the judge who is the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. How mm. bizarre. Now, on Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, the goat played a double role. One goat would be the sacrifice. The second goat was a scapegoat who would vicariously carry the sins of the people into the wilderness. So, obviously, Jesus was both. The Isaiah 53 scripture you probably know by heart. Surely he took up our infirmities, carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. So, this double scar star, this goat that is part also part man, that's what that has to do, if you ever wonder. And there's a lot more to the story. Next over is one called Delhi, or water buckets. It's pouring down on a fish, all right? Isaiah 44.3, the Lord spoke through Isaiah, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, floods on the dry ground, and I'll pour my spirit upon your seed and my blessing on mm-hmm. your offspring. So you literally run right into the baptism of the Holy Spirit as you work your way, you know, month after month after month through the constellations. Wow. Dagum is fish, but it's plural, not a fish. But if you go fishing, you're catching many fish. It's still fish. So it means plural. One of the two fish in the constellation is the circle of stars. The old star charts show the hoof of Aries, the ram, resting on the band which binds the two fish together. And it's the children of Israel and the Gentile believers. Mm. So from the beginning of time, this was the plan. He just didn't make something up. Mm. Tela is the next one. Now, the old, the the later name for it was Aries, but it was Tela, 
is the ram or the lamb. Now, the brightest star is El Nath. El means God, and Nath means broken and poured out. 1 Corinthians 11, this is my body, which is broken for you. Mm. Now, you most people recognize the bull, some called Taurus eventually, but it means, sure, the bull means to return or to come back. So you've, you've already gotten to that place now where the sacrifice was there, so now he has to rise again. There's two distinct star groups in Shur. One is congregated, the other is gathering. So if you'll notice right in the middle of it, if you get to look at the pictures, you'll see the seven stars of the Pleiades. So uh, that's in the Bible, but in Revelation, Christ is holding the seven stars in his hand, and they represent the seven churches. So it's not just that he he's returning. He's returning with the church. It comes out of his own side. This is part of who he is. There's one associated with this. It's not in the 12, but it's Peretz who became Perseus in mythology, but Peretz, the hero originally in Hebrew, it's a neighboring constellation. It means the one who breaks open the way. Listen to Micah 12. The one who breaks open will come up before them. They will break out, pass through the gate, and go by it. Their king will pass before them with a lord at their head. The stars in this one, ancient one, which is, of course, the ancient of days. Mm-hmm. The menkib means something to ride upon. It's just mind-blowing. Just to show you the weird stories here, so Thaumon is the next. It looks like two people standing beside each other holding hands, basically. But Thaumon means joined together. And one star means wounded, another bruised, another to trample underfoot, to tread down, another is appointed. The one this is about wiser too, well, the Messiah comes twice. First time to labor and be wounded or bruised, then to fight and vanquish his enemies. Isaiah 22 says, the Lord, the Lord Almighty has a day of tumult and trampling and terror in the valley of vision. This is that star. You stir that into mythology and you're looking, uh, they'll tell the story of Hercules and in this one, which is, again, a silly, ridiculous thing. When you took a look at the names of the stars, exactly what it's talking about. The next one is Ash. In Hebrew, that's butterfly. But this is the one you'll see the various animals for crabs, crayfish, beetles in in various countries. But the point being, each the creature rose to a new life out of its old shell, mm-hmm. right? Job 19, for I know my Redeemer lives and he shall stand at last on the earth. After my skin is destroyed, this I know that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself. Hmm. And my eyes shall behold, and not another, for my heart yearns within me. So you see, by the time they've lived however many years, they've gone through this story over and over, and they get to this resurrection. They realize that it's not just this Messiah who resurrects, but he raises everyone to life. He Mm. brings us those who would follow him. And, of course... It all ends right beneath the Virgin. (laughs) You'll see the lion. Now, we know him as Leo in mythology, but it's actually Ari or Ariel means lion. Ariel is the lion of God. The brightest star is Regulus. It means to tread underfoot because kings did this to their enemies. So you've come to the end of the story. The second brightest star, the coming judge. The next is El Gabor, the mighty God, which you know from Isaiah 9. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So the story starts with a virgin, 
giving birth ends with this victorious lion of Judah, the mighty God-man, the coming judge who will tread underfoot the enemy. Ariel is treading underfoot the fleeing serpent whose brightest star is Alphard, the accursed one, incidentally. Now, there's more to the story because you have constellations all around this. So this is the end. This is the great battle of the end. When that happens, the crow and other raptors are called to the battle of the great day of God at Armageddon, where they feed on the flesh of the armies. And the cup of God's wrath is outpoured, which is the significance of the constellation crater, the cup. All right. So that's the story in a nutshell. But obviously, the sky is filled with stores and st- with stars. And so they're literally filled with stories, just like the Big Dipper. There's bunches and bunches and bunches. And that's in a nutshell so that we could present it here. So that's already posted. And we're going to take the next step from this, this next segment in the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to jump into the Magi who looked at these stars and followed their way all the way to Christ. Who were they? Where did they come from? Fascinating journey. Stay with us. It's Victory 91.5. It's Risenstein. It's all posted at victory.radio. And there are links at the Risenstein Facebook page. The audio will be posted by tomorrow. Aaron Overhead Doors.